Good morning. It's Friday, September 29th. That's our devotion for um, the Feast of St. Mark, Michael and All Angels. And our text is Matthew 18, verses 1 to 10. And we're used all week, and this is the final part of Martin Luther's very first sermon back in 1532, which is for the feast day of St. Michael and All Angels. So with young people, therefore, one must circumspect and be cautious, careful not to say and do all the things one otherwise says and does. The heathen have said it well. Um, young people are owed the highest regard and respect. But Christ preaches much differently. Namely, that when one receives young children and nurtures them, this is as dear to him as if one were to carry him as the Virgin Mary carried him. But how many are there that do this? Very few. Therefore, the Lord issues a harsh judgment when he says, Whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he was drowned in the depths of the sea. The Lord is very angry, and it grieves him deeply when young people are not carefully trained. Whoso shall offend one of these little ones, he says, whoever teaches young people to curse, to swear, lie, slander, to be unchaste, and so on, it would be better if he were dead. By this he indicates that such sin will be punished not merely with temporal death, but with eternal damnation. The world regards this punishment as wrong. And, and that is why all kinds of offenses flourish. It is, it is, it is a curse the devil's doing that the world's young people are so depraved, wild, undisciplined. They become the devil's children and are capable of nothing but cursing and, and swearing and slandering and lying. They live immorally, are disobedient, and guilty of all manner of malevolence. Woe to those who foster this in them. For the sentence has already been pronounced upon us as people, as Christ says, it would were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he was drowned in the depths of the sea. But the world does not listen until it has experienced firsthand the deal with the havoc and rot. So, our dear, dear Lord Jesus Christ exhorts that we should willingly serve the youth and not mislead them, saying, if you have no qualms or regards to children, then tremble before their angels. And if you are so devoid of shame before the children, then remember that their angels are standing there, horrified at what is going on and finding it incredible. So if the angels are displeased, the very same angels who are always in the Lord, God's presence, whom he knows and whose repulsion he observes, although he is already aware of this since nothing escapes him, and how they become angered and grieved, then it is plain that both God himself and his angels are greatly angered when a person offends the children. Therefore, one should see to it that youth are careful, carefully regard, reared, not only that nothing is done to offend them, but that they are kept from all evil and diligently guided 
to be disciplined in conduct. So if a child curses, or let's go with profanity, we must admonish him earnestly and say to him, you ought to be deeply ashamed of yourself. Never do it again. For there stands your angel, who sees and hears and is startled at such cursing and is very depressed by it. When your angel who stands before the face of God is startled and depressed, do you not believe that God will see this and be pained and angry? Therefore, take care and never do this again. With such and other words, your youth can be properly reared when otherwise they would grow as, up as troubled young people, learning and engaging in all manner of foul behavior. Moreover, if words are conscientious, admonition are not given or fail to help, there the angels have the command to scourge at once with the rod and not allow children to go their headstrong way. Someone, however, is bound to ask, should one then not swear at all? Christ and, and the apostles, after all, swore. True it is, Christ and the apostles did swear and denounce. However, they did so out of love, not to offend someone, but for the sake of, of castigation and correction. But if a person swears after the fashion of the world, so that neither punishment nor reformation results, but rather offense, particularly with young people, this ought not to be. That is what the Lord means. Every person should lend a hand here and guard against misleading our young people. Whoever does this is thereby doing as great a service as if he were carrying Christ himself in his arms. As Christ here says, safeguarding our young people is doing them service. Accordingly, both things are stated here, that it is a great service as if done to Christ himself when one serves young people. And on the other hand, that it is a great sin when one offends the young people. If angels watch over and willingly serve young children, then we are to bear in mind that we too are to assist in the training them well and serving them gladly. But the world does not believe it. For that reason, what Christ wants here does not happen, but just the opposite, as is evident everywhere. I would rather be dead than live for tens, yes, even but three years, and see how my rascals are living. For that reason, I too want to serve our Lord God and not have a millstone hung around my neck on that account, their account. Thus, our message and sermon today is that the beloved angels govern in all the world and serve young people and that Christ wants us to do likewise. Therefore, let us learn that father, mother, and teachers do God the greatest possible service when they properly train and teach young people. Let this suffice then concerning this, this gospel and about the beloved angels. Amen. Thank you for being with us this week as we, we took a look at Luther's view of the Feast of St. Michael's as he preached from St. Matthew's and uh, shared an awful lot about angels. Listen to it again. Go back and listen to all five 
of these devotions, which were um, actually written by Martin Luther and, and that I shared with you from his very first sermon, as I shared also from 1532. Um, give us some thought. How do you treat children? How do you treat young adults? How were you treated? Pray for those who are mothers and fathers and teachers, pastors, Sunday school teachers, preschool teachers, high school, junior high, elementary teachers, college professors, and so on, so on. And uh, remember too, the angels are there. You have one. God's appointed a guardian angel for you. And he's there to help. He's there to protect you from the devil. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Remember this. Jesus loves you. God bless.